0: Hello friends, welcome to this tradition unlike any... <laughs>
2: What a weekend! As we see here, we got Xander Schaffle Patrick Cantlay, two-man team winners, and the, honestly, at the, Zurich. at the Zurich, look at that trophy. That's we did, badass. A, we That's... did a podcast in the very early days of Big Drive Energy um, that we we talked about some of our favorite trophies on the PGA Tour. There's a lot of cool ones. That one may be the best.
0: That is as New Orleans as it gets. What is that thing called? A Florida Lee. Oh okay. Look I, at that. We didn't even I, need Yaya. I, <laughs> fucking. I, I had am no on idea. fire no right now. I had no idea what that was called. Coming out, coming out hot. Coming out. Spencer never knows any of this. So shit, I'm not. So.
2: so you can count on me for absolutely zero. Yeah, the rest you're, of the fucking you're show. spent for the day. Um, so today we're gonna get into the Zurich Classic. Uh, there's a few hot takes from people on golf Twitter about the Zurich Classic. We'll touch on those. Uh, we've got some beautiful. NIL deals being signed by college golfers, which is not very common because I, I was doing a little research and found out that of all the money spent in NIL deals in the last year since the NCAA's agreed to this scenario for their golfers, only 0.1% of it is made up by
0: men's and women's golf. 0.1%. What is football like ninety four? I didn't go that far. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean Don't fucking quiz me on well, shit. I mean, football does fund ninety what, ninety five percent of all collegiate sports pretty much. So Yeah, they own the market in in everything. For sure. But there is some really badass NIL deals that have been signed, including from J.R. Smith, for those of you who haven't heard. Um, so we'll talk about his NIL deal and then we kinda start thinking, what if we sign NIL deals? Like what? What would what be our two, top three? What if two broke
2: ass golf pros, that <laughs> do a weekly podcast, signed an NIL deal? What would that look like?
0: I, Dollar Tree would be after me, <laughs> like uh,
2: five below. That's Grease Monkey,
0: for. just places like that. But we'll talk about our actual dream NIL deals, like, and we'll talk about what that includes, like what you want out of it, because. There's clearly a reason behind our our thoughts here. Absolutely. So, um, of course,
2: if you're new, welcome to the show. This is Big Drive Energy. We're going to be going live every Tuesday from the DNVR bar uh, for the foreseeable future. And uh, we'll hope you join us on the live show. Listen to our podcast. Check out our TikTok at Big Drive Energy on all those. or Instagram at Big Drive Energy Pod. Um, Kind of still sulking after our hole in one challenge last week. It was a blast, but we didn't make one. And then some, somebody some yeah, some, some random dude rolled into Spring Valley today. He's like, This guy made a hole in one on thirteen. We literally took seven hundred like, goddamn shots last week
0: with three good golfers. Some This dude was hack. probably like a twenty five thirty handicap. No and I, I guess that's just a shot in the dark, but he didn't I, I guess maybe you don't judge a book by his cover, but he did not look like a golfer by any means. And he cans one. Yeah. We grinded our asses off. I got blisters on my hands. Yeah, my hand my my fore my left forearm, like I started developing tennis elbow. Which I've never had before. Like I've had Is that not you never had that in your right arm? <laughs> nope, just the left. Just the lead arm on that day. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never felt that before. Okay. Okay. My elbow I haven't had an elbow hurt since baseball. Like since I pitched in little league. Cause I was throwing way too many curveballs at way too young of an age. I did have a pretty nasty like twelve sixer though. You did, and I will say like, so we used
2: to be diehard baseball, right? And that's how we got into golf. Like our mom got us into golf, but we based our swings off of baseball swings, which was what we had, and self-taught, by the way, both of us. Yeah. Um. We didn't. We didn't have like our mom secret from in Valor. the dirt paying uh for lessons for us every day like we just showed up and grinded mitchell is the most golf obsessed person i've ever seen and now he talks shit about those people which is hilarious
0: (laughs) but i'm actually good now like there's people that are just obsessed that aren't and i'm not golf shaming i was gonna say we're handicap shaming no (laughs) i I wouldn't do that but there's people that like care more about golf but they would just rather talk about it than be about it Oh, I was about it. You were fucking... I was about it. Now I'm not about all it. the smoke. I practiced As a lot. As a 16-year-old, you wanted yeah. all that oh, smoke. Oh, I talked to way more shit than I do now. Like, Is that I, possible? Um, yeah. All I right. don't talk that much shit anymore. Uh, yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> lie. No, it's not. There's a I, bunch of people I talk, in the studio here, and they all I talk said a fair bullshit. amount of shit, but... You don't stop talking shit. You don't stop running your mouth. Well, that... Yeah. If um, I'm like a trash can, you step on my foot, and I just fucking open up
1: <laughs> oh, there just you go. start I talking like my ass off that was a so. great
2: fucking that was a great uh
0: what's that called i, I don't know metaphor thank you Met- we, thank you we got rk in the back so that's but yeah i talked a lot of shit when i was younger any where how did we even get here uh where, where we're, we were talking about baseball whole the whole, we were one, talking challenge. About whole
2: one challenge and then baseball there we and go and then it got to your tennis elbow and only your left arm yeah surprisingly not your right
0: arm well i think he was hitting off the turf also because I used to like when I used to practice a lot in the wintertime, you'd be hitting off turf and that lead elbow like constantly especially with my angle of attack just being fucking like 8 degrees down I'm just digging into that turf and I had never had the left elbow problems before our hole in one challenge so I think that that had to have been it and also I hadn't really I hadn't played golf since Arizona Which was February. Yeah, I played golf in South Carolina and Arizona in February. And up until the hole-in-one challenge, I don't know if I picked up a club. Yeah, that's just the life we
2: live being in Colorado. You know, it's it's what happens. But I will say that golf tip for you guys, we always got to give one unsolicited golf tip per podcast and video. Uh, I feel like if they're listening, it's solicited, you know what I mean? No, yeah, but we, we do want to give... It's their choice to listen. It's our choice to give them a tip. Exactly. And this, the tip is if you can practice anywhere that doesn't... Like, obviously in Colorado, you can only do so much in the wintertime practicing-wise, but like Mitchell was just talking about, with the turf... Whenever you can hit
0: off grass, hit off Hit grass.
2: off grass at all costs. Like, no. it will make you a, such a better golfer because there's so many times, like top golf and stuff like that where you're like oh i uh um i hit every, i never hit a shot fat and then you go out on the course and you hit everything fat well flash for those
0: of you that don't know the turf significantly helps you get the ball up in the air oh yeah you can bounce into one and you can if you're new to golf you'll feel like oh that felt a little different like it didn't feel pure still in the air yeah it's you turf, get on real grass turf you is like three inches behind it you hit it about twenty yards. Hitting
2: on golf turf is like Vi- golf Viagra. Yeah, it's like gets it straight up, or like booze, like booze,
0: that sends it straight it, down. Well, oh, it's like beer goggles; like it makes everything look a little better. Okay, that's what I was. Getting All right, at. I, like, I, yeah. I was not falling there, but now okay, I'm falling. yeah. Now you're picking up what I'm putting so down. So golf turf,
2: Viagra, straight up in the <laughs> air, not no real work done there.
0: Yeah, um, but Just yeah, like pra- a, pra- a popsicle stick and some tape.
2: <laughs> Practice on grass as much as you can.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's get into the Zerk classic a yeah. little bit. So
2: of course, if you're looking at, uh, I tweeted out, as you guys know, every Sunday, make sure you're following our Twitter. We tweet out, you know, a little vote. It's just fun. It's kind of like, Hey, it's like a Sunday, um, you know, pick who's going to win this tournament, uh, for like a couple weeks there, our buddy Seth, who is just on the Scotty Scheffler high, uh, like picked him twice when he wasn't even in. So we take the top three golfers as of Sunday morning or three teams as you will at, this week, and we put out a little Twitter poll and then put out a fourth, which is just the field, you know, because a lot of the times those guys come from come from a couple shots back and aren't in the lead, and this week it was just kind of lame. I but,
0: no, I mean, it ended up being close, because we had one dude tweet us that was like, no way these guys lose.
2: Yeah, he basically said, look at the world rankings, which I don't necessarily disagree with, because... Those are two guys that are just battle-tested. Nobody's won. I think pa- Patrick Cantlay, as crazy as we are in this Scotty Scheffler fucking toilet bowl just swirling <laughs> around of he does it again, yeah, he wins, yeah. he does it again. Has Scheffler won Ca- more Cantlay's, in the last 12 months? Or, Cantlay has won more in the last year than Scheffler has.
0: Yeah. Oh, so, dude, Cantlay, yeah. I, I mean, he kind of had that low spot, and that's the the tough thing with a lot of the, the PGA Tour schedule is the better guys don't really care in the fall and it takes them a little bit to get going like they're not and I'm not making excuses for them but a lot of the best players are peaking like like when the Masters start that's when they want to be good so you don't hear oh, I mean and it just depends like Cam Smith had a crazy good beginning of the year he had already won twice before the Masters but guys like Patrick Cantlay they're looking at the long game they're looking at July and August, they're not focused on March, April, you know, or February, March. I mean, April, then you get into the majors, things like that. But yeah, Cantley is definitely top three player in the world right now. And we're going to get into a little Shoffley comparison that got thrown out on Twitter. But I do want to bring up a, a topic that w- how much, like we saw a lot of names on this leaderboard that are virtual no-name PJ Tour guys, you know what I mean? So like what? How much of that impacts? Like how much do you think playing with a buddy impacts how well you play? Because I think there's certain guys that gel better together than others. You know what I mean? Like Doc Redman and Sam Ryder, they finished inside of the top ten. I want to say, or let me double check that. Well, I and I,
2: I can touch on what you're saying because me and you, obviously brothers. We, we you know from the same they finished third we have the same dna essentially we don't always get along on the golf course but i think a a biggest one of the biggest factors into a tournament like the zurich classic is how well do your games fit together yeah because if you have so for instance quote unquote this is just me this is not me tooting my horn this is me just being me (laughs) but like i'm a, what you would call a relative like i'm a i'm a poor man's bomber like i'm not a i'm not a you hit a, a long PGA way tour bomber. yeah i'm not gonna go out there and hit it with those guys but you like have for- a very
0: high ceiling in general like some shots you're capable of hitting there are shots i'm not capable of hitting but on the flip side of that i am probably gonna end up with a better result six t- six or maybe seven times out of ten but those three or four shots you have are going to be much better, much better than mine. Right. So and well and it's the, the the mixing and matching of of styles.
2: Yeah. And so like if Mitchell and I are in a scramble, which there wasn't a scramble this weekend, it was an alternate shot and then a foursome at best ball, which you take the best score of each player. So first of all, when you have the best ball days, you have to have two players that, like, you can have one player that's maybe a. Make a lot of birdies, but make a few bogeys. And then you got to have a more steady guy that just makes a lot of pars. Those are how two styles can kind of meld together. I mean, granted, we're talking on a more amateur level here. For sure. (laughs) These guys are not making
0: a ton of bogeys no matter what. But I mean, different styles of golf. But then again, you also are playing alternate shot in the Zurich. So you do need to have somewhat of a comfortability factor with distances into greens you know, uh, short game shots where you're left if you miss a green, things like that. So there's there's definitely got to be a con- con- tra- a contrast, excuse me, in your games, but then there's also you have to be on a comfortability level where you can tell a guy, okay, don't leave me here. Like, I hate this shot. Yeah. Or, you know, leave me here. I like this. And that's a perfect example
2: of you and I. is like if we were playing an alternate shot together, I love if I'm teeing off on – you know, at the Valley of Fun or somewhere, I love to hit it as far as I can. Even if I have a little flip wedge or uh, in the rough, which is fine with me, or a little pitch shot under a tree, like I'm more comfortable with that than I am 110 out in the fairway. Whereas you- I love 110 100, out yeah, in the fairway. It, it's yeah. a total re- reversal where you feel like you're going to hit that shot a lot closer. So but be the good, only
0: challenge is, hypothetically, like if I want you to hit five iron off the tee, you're probably not going to hit it as well, because you, you've never hit that club on that tee. You know what I mean? So I think there's some preparation there for sure. Like you being prepared for that because yeah, you and I totally like different. We're definitely different like scramble players, but that's what makes us work together. But I'm not shitting you. I've gone out to play some like charity scrambles and guys look at me and they're like, I thought you were supposed to be good or like, I I mean, I look like <laughs> they, they after
2: you're like four cocktails
0: or before. no, they equate it to hitting it long. And for reference, the last charity event I played in was at the Sanctuary. I was playing with four dudes, or three other dudes, that couldn't break 90. And we played, what is the format? You all tee off, you take the best tee shot, and you all play your own ball in. It's a chap, uh, yeah. Modified Chapman? No,
2: Modified Chapman is like when you tee off and switch balls. It's a modified... Uh, a scrim- shamb- a shamble. A shamble.
0: Okay, a, sh- a shamble. So we shot 63... I made, my ball was seven birdies, and we took all but two of my tee shots. So, so you were, I played you my rolling. ass off. Yeah, at the Sanctuary of all places. That's a complete fucking Mickey Mouse gong show. Um, which, very cool course, don't get me wrong, but yeah. I played really well. So just that for reference in the charity event realm. But there has been a few where guys look at me, they're like, I thought you hit it like super long. I'm like, not every really good golfer hits it super long. Like, even Eric Hallberg said he was talking to Spencer Levine back in the day. Do you remember that name, Spencer Levine? Oh, yeah. The, he, oh, cool. How could I forget? Well, yeah. Yeah, As I mean, my boy. Um, dude was a legend, by the way. He, like, ripped SIGs on the course all the time. Uh, didn't have a cell phone. I think he didn't even have, like, an email address. Like, nobody could get a hold of him if he didn't want to be gotten a hold of. He just was, like, a complete... No, man. off the yeah, off the, uh, what is that grid? Yeah, thank you, off the grid. But anyways, Eric said he was talking to Spencer Levine, and I mean Levine was on tour for five plus years, and he said if the fairway, if they didn't, if the PJ Tour wasn't firm week in week out, I wouldn't make, I wouldn't be on tour, because he hit it that short, like he needed that thirty or forty yards of roll on his tee shots. If, he was, if it was all carry, he was probably carrying it 250 at sea level, which is about what I hit it, relatively. I mean, if I catch one good, maybe 260, but that's kind of how far I hit it, and a lot of people expect more from, like, a better player. So maybe I'm just – but then you get me around the greens, and I'm pretty good. And then you're showing your worth. Exactly, yeah. So And my wedges, things like that. But we digress. I just wanted to bring up the fact that, like, we had a few teams. So tell me if you've ever heard Sam either. Sam Burns,
2: Billy Horschel. Well, and what's interesting about looking at this, like, Xander Schauffele and Patrick Cantley absolutely slaughtered the best ball days. Oh, yeah. They shot 59 and 60. Yeah. Like, they're alternate shot days, even par Sunday, which you're kind of coasting at that point. You're just trying to not but make But they only mistake. won by two. And they set, shot 68 on Friday. Whereas guys like... Doc Redman, Sam Ryder, who the fuck is that? See, sixty seven sixty seven on the alternate shot yeah. Is. So their games must have just really like or or like you said, they're like I, I play so much better when I'm playing with dudes that I like.
0: Yeah, oh, that's than, what I mean. Yeah. Like you're just with one of you hopefully you actually like the guy that you're playing with. Who is paired up with Bubba Harold Varner the third's out there doing God's work paired with Bubba Watson for four rounds. And they actually ended up T four. Um, but Harold Varner's getting into heaven for being Bubba Watson's teammate for four days.
2: Well, I think how it works is, and I could be kind of wrong on this, but it was basically like there was only so many exemptions for this tournament, and then the guy that's ranked higher in the world rankings got to like choose his partner, or like ask that person.
0: Like, if kind of a member guest, to, like an yeah, invite
2: thing. Exactly, and so... Uh, there is a few of those, like, when you look at, like... Ryan Palmer, Scotty Scheffler is a perfect example. Jason
0: Day, Sh- J- or Jay Shrivner. Uh, I've, I've seen Sh- Scriv- Scrivener on leader... Uh, maybe on a leaderboard or two, but that's definitely not a household name. He's playing with Jason Day. Um, and they were, like, close to leading. But like then also, Justin Friday. Lauer, Dylan Wu. You ever heard of either of them? No. They finished 10th. David Lipsky... Uh, A Ray, so uh, Aaron Rye. That's Aaron. the
2: guy that was leading two gloves, black gloves.
0: Oh, the, with the and head and cut, the, with the iron head with covers. the iron head oh. covers, Yeah, Aaron Rye, the,
2: the Whoa, easily the most forgettable player on tour, or not well. And
0: then T four also Matt Nee Smith and Taylor Moore. I'm gonna guess Tyler. I, I mean, I don't. I'm not looking great here, but and
2: Gar- I mean, Gary Higo and Brandon Grace were there, both from South Africa, probably pretty good buddies. Um, I will say. Oh,
0: well, let's talk about Kevin Kisner, Scott Brown. They made an eight on a par three. Yeah. And that's how quickly alternate shot can get away from you. Like, holy shit, alternate shot is so scary. We have a, a 27-hole tournament every year at Spring Valley, and it's called the triple threat. So you put you go out in the morning, you play nine holes best ball, nine holes scramble, and it's two I mentioned it was two person. Yeah. Um then you go in, have lunch, and everybody's kind of getting sauced. But what separates the, the men from the boys is the last nine, which is alternate shot. And there was a year where I was playing with one of my buddies, and he was struggling, but I was playing really good. I think I was like 18 at the time. And our 18 on the best ball and the scramble, we shot like 63. And it felt like it was basically by myself. But I was just out there having a good time, played well. Um, we shot 29 on the scramble. I remember that because I think we took, like, one, one or two of his shots, and I just fucking got it around that day. Anywho, but then alternate shot came. He put me in some spots. Like we, I think we shot 42 on the alternate shot, so he still won the tournament, but six over compared to nine under for 18 versus nine holes. Like, that's a huge discrepancy. So that just, like, I don't know if anybody really understands how hard alternate shot is but it can definitely separate even like the top tier tour guys <laughs> you know <laughs> that yeah. that can really be a difference cuz you got to keep the ball in play you got to you really have to have ultimate control over your golf ball to put your partner in positions he's comfortable with because it at the end of the day you don't want to say sorry it's not your fault but you whenever you hit a shot and you have to deal with the repercussions you only have yourself to blame which is fine you know you Everybody's beat themselves up over a golf shot, but when somebody else is relying on you to hit this golf shot, and their, I mean, their bank account is dependent on it, things like that, it brings a totally different, like, uh, you know, element into play. So I think they they did a good job of weathering the storm at the end of the day. But I mean, they they didn't play that well on Sunday, and Horschel and Burns almost came back and beat them luckily they were five shots up going into to Sunday so they had quite a bit of cushion there but still another win for Xander Schauffele I mean Cantley's been winning but so now Schauffele's won the Olympics which is technically not a PGA Tour event and then he won what did, what else did he win because he just won this this week, which is a PGA Tour event, but it's a two man uh, two man event, obviously. So it's not an individual PGA Tour win. Are you saying Xander Schauffler is not a real PGA Tour player? <laughs> I'm not, dude. So I started digging into this because uh, is it Dan Rappaport, the golf Twitter guy? Yeah, Daniel Rappaport. He tweeted: Is a Xander Ricky Fowler comparison more embarrassing for Ricky or Xander? Wow. Yeah, which is kind of a shot at both of them. But this is what I wanted to get into. So I did a little bit of career digging because, uh, so Ricky is now 33. It feels like he's 40 because he's been around for so long. Like I felt like 10 years ago, I mean, it probably was 10 years ago. He was 23 when everybody was wearing all the orange. Ricky Fowler was the hot new guy on the scene. He was 21, 22. Um, Rocking the Puma. Yeah, all Puma. He was the the pioneer of the, the Puma gear. Um but now Ricky's thirty three, he so he has five career wins in two hundred and eighty six starts. What impressed me though, pretty low key fact about Ricky Fowler's career, how many top tens tens do you think he has? Twenty five. Seventy four. Jesus Christ In 286 events That's basically a top 10 Every 4 events he's played in Dude so he must have been On some sort of a fucking run Well so technically 74 times 4 is 296 So yeah I mean Less than One Less than every 4 tournaments He was top 10-ing One of them So that's pretty impressive That a lot of people Don't mention But Here's another guess for you What do you think Ricky Fowler's total Total career money is at? Hundred and twenty-seven million. One on the golf course. Oh, uh, okay. Spencer's not doesn't have any logical idea uh, of what's go, going on here. So let's go seven six forty-five million. Forty-five million. Forty point yes. seven million dollars. So he's got two hundred and eighty-six career events, seventy-four top tens, five wins. So he's thirty-three. The majority of this came actually when he was like he did the majority of his winning in twenty sixteen. So six years ago, he was 27, 28. So now Xander's 28. Um, Xander also has five career PJ Tour victories. Yep, I'm looking and at him now. He's got a win. This is back to
2: 18-19. He's got a win at the world, the WGC, the HSBC champions. So that's a late fall event. Okay. He's got a century tournament and champions victory, which is ironic. Limited field. He play, limited field, and he played in that and it, and then it, like all his other wins are well the wins that are obviously the Zurich Classic now in a two man event the Olympics he's got he's won a cup he's won a <coughs> president's cup he's won a uh rider the cup the
0: olympics like did you just mention that yeah i just okay, said that okay perfect you weren't were listening to yeah. me again well anywho so. so he he's kind of being called like the the best player to really not get over that hump. And I mean, it's been fairly well documented, especially last year. It felt like he was on the doorstep at a lot of leaderboards and never finished. So, uh, but Xander. So Xander's at five career wins right now. He's 28 and 129 starts. He has 34 top tens. So they're virtually on the exact same pace. Other. I think Ricky's last win was 2016. Or maybe 2018. I think he may have won the players in 18 or 19. But other than that, so maybe Xander's a little bit ahead of Ricky. Well, when you But look at he like, also has $25 million in career money, and he's 28. So that's pretty fucking good.
2: Yeah, and you look at a year like, so going back to Xander's 2020 to 2021. So U.S. Open was played way later in 2020 because of COVID. He, he's fifth. CJ Cup at Shadow Creek, which it's the CJ Cup, but he, he gets second. Tournament of Champions, he's a T five. Farmers Insurance Open T two. Waste Management Open. That was this T2. year. Uh, twenty one. Oh, we're okay. 22, brother. This is Ricky. This is no. This is Xander. Oh, Zan- but that's I'm why sorry. I'm saying this is almost. This is fairly disrespectful to Xander when people don't think it is. But wait, I'm not done. <laughs> Masters. <laughs> I T- wish you were done. Masters T three. U.S. Open T seven. Won the gold medal and then T five in the
0: Tour Championship. Which he actually didn't. He win technically the. The money, or I think he won. One year he won the actual tournament, the tour championship. He didn't win the FedEx Cup, but he won the tour championship. I don't think
2: one. is that possible.
0: You can. Y- it used to be where it was two separate things, oh, okay. where you didn't have to necessarily win the tournament of champions to win the FedEx Cup. Whatever. Anywho, I. So you're saying all these top top five finishes? Yeah, he's got top fives and top Let twos me remind you when Alex. I was looking at Ricky Fowler today. He has a second place in every major. He's finished second at the Masters, second US Open, second British, second at the PGA. So he's that close to climax and he <laughs> just gets shut down. Yeah, so he's he's the blue champion like he he just can't finish like he, <laughs> he's both of them have been right there and just can't do it. So I don't really know what that means for them. I it feels like Shawley is a little less uh I would say the biggest difference for me between Schauffele and Fowler is Fowler by the time he was 27 28 he was in a million state farm commercials he was it he was like the golf playboy like he was postered all over the place and he still dude he still is he can
2: he can shoot 80 in a tournament two days in a row miss the cut and everybody wants to watch him
0: play yeah he doesn't really care at this point he's probably making so much money off of all his endorsements that the PJ tour is kind of taking a back seat and like with any other sport you kind of like i wouldn't question the passion but there's some guys who like golf is their life like they live to play they grind years and years trying to get out there they stay out there whatever ricky feels to me like one of the guys that's okay with where he's at like i mean he's married to what a pole an olympic runner no problem there i think they're gonna is she pregnant they maybe may so,
2: yeah, they're expecting.
0: Which is very cool. By the way, uh, Max Home is expecting a, a child, which is very cool also. I wonder if his Twitter will be as good as his dad's. <laughs> Probably not. Not like, right off the bat. Yeah, but anywho, yeah. You I, think Max Homa's already started his son a Twitter account? Like a burner. It could be like his son's his burner, but also his son's Twitter. But have you ever thought about that? Like, our kids aren't going to have emails to choose from. No, like, they will. Should start that shit early. You, th- you, you think it's like a college fund? Like you should make them like an Apple ID? Yeah, make them like an Apple ID, a Twitter, you know, <laughs> Facebook is whatever. But I think that seems a little irrational. I, That's hey, how much you think about social media. Could be. That could be the issue. <laughs> that could be your issue there. But yeah, what do you, honestly, Ricky, Xander, where do you, and, and it's tough because they are five years separate in age. Right. But I, Ricky, 28 years old. Xander 28
2: years old who you got I think I, I it's a little bit of recency bias which I can't help but it's still Xander to me I agree like it, it he's won too many like well <laughs> we just talked about he hasn't won a ton but like I don't know I I consider the Olympics like granted it wasn't the greatest field but like had to fly over to China. Play in that tournament. That takes a lot. Yeah, like it's not like it's a a mental grind. Exactly. And I just think which is also
0: makes it even more surprising that he hasn't finished on the PGA Tour. Like it feels like it would be harder to win at the Olympics representing your country than it would be to win, you know, just any other PGA Tour event.
2: Yeah. And especially considering there was, you know, guys there like Sunjay M, who I wanted to win the Olympics just
0: because I love the dude. But like, did you bet on him? Yeah, I did. 100%. Yeah, Uh, let's be real, that's why you wanted him to win.
2: It was his home course, and, you know... Was it his home course? Well, it was a a course that he was very familiar with. I was going to say. Okay, he lives in America now, but I did bet on him, and I bet on him with DraftKings Sportsbook. The only one that we used to bet. Our favorite sportsbook. And the NBA playoffs, we know, are into full swing right now. It's super fun, super high-level basketball. The Nuggets are about to come back from a 3-0 series deficit and beat the Golden State Warriors against all odds. The Toronto Raptors are also going to create the largest collapse of Doc Rivers' career, which we always thought was a 3-1 series loss. There's always next year. There, yeah. there, <laughs> for well, Doc, you you always... literally cannot collapse more than this. Yeah. But you can bet on all the NBA playoffs with the DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All new customers, all you have to do is bet $5 and you get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet live and bet same game parlays, which I do just about every N- MLB game and NBA game. Like if I'm watching the game, I want to get like six or seven bets out there, get a parlay going, so you can do that. And you can place the same game parlay with three or more legs and get up to $25 back. If one leg doesn't win. So you hit a two out of three game parlay and you're getting $25 in free. It bet always back. feels
0: like it's just one leg. Just one leg you away. You just don't
2: know which leg it's going to be. And with DraftKings, if you're one leg away, you are getting a free bet. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR and bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs, and you get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code DNVR. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. You must be twenty-one or older, Colorado only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, 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 call 1-800-522-4700. One last funny note about the Zurich Classic before we get into uh, some great NIL deals currently going on in the golf world and our favorite NIL deals. Uh, So me, Dre, and RK were talking about the Zurich Classic today um, because we are, and this is the first official announcement of it, um, are having a golf tournament. And... Uh, we're having a golf tournament at the Valley of Fun, May 20th. So if you're listening to this, head over to com and get signed up. But we were talking about the Zurich Classic, and we're talking about you know getting sponsors for this event. And uh, we're talking about having like a like a green jacket level sponsor. So somebody that's going to sponsor the whole thing. Their logo is going to be everywhere. Sponsor. Yeah, like basically a, a, a title sponsor of some company. And we were talking about the Zurich Classic and Dre – being, you know, from Italy, he's, like, very familiar with Europe, goes, that's a horrible example. It's played in Switzerland. Oh. So Dre had no idea that Zurich was, like, a company. Oh. He thought it was actually played in Zurich, Switzerland. So shout out to Andre Simone. <laughs> uh, fucking hilarious. And just the fact that, like, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I don't blame him, but that's just, like, in our world completely out of touch
0: love him but oh well, yeah like you asked me like a soccer question that's probably something i'm gonna answer with like i'm gonna be so far off what's a bit. nine what's a nine In corner soccer. kick a corner kick nope i've that doesn't mean anything to me that's a number
1: so a nine is actually a the striker each oh position the has position has a, yeah each position has a okay okay
0: so kind of like baseball where you go positionally one through i'm okay the striker For- Learn something new every day. Yaya's got a new fact for us. We appreciate that. Um, But, yeah, let's let's move into the uh,
2: NIL deals. Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys haven't heard by now and if you're on golf Twitter or any sort of scenario where you're paying attention to the world of golf and John Daly or if you just like Hooters, I mean – The restaurant. I love Hooters because they have great wings. Yeah, the wings are the bomb.
0: But been going there since I was a a wee tyke.
2: John Daly and Little John Daly, which he doesn't like that, right? He just likes to be called John Daly the second. Didn't we go over? I think we went over this in a podcast actually. Um, They he Little John Daly has signed an NIL deal with Hooters, which is the most on brand NIL deal I think I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, and that's like shooting fish in a barrel, right there.
2: Exactly. So um, the NIL deal terms were not disclosed by Hooters or Little John Daly, but what I do you think th- that includes? I don't know if we
0: should, we can talk about what that means. <laughs> I think include. it includes different things for dad and son.
2: <laughs> well, wings yeah,
0: for the kid, wings for the kiddo, free beers for the pops, and others. Yeah, who knows? I think he's married for the fifth time, so <laughs> maybe he's he's off the. I don't know if he ever cheated. I'm not accusing him of anything. I can just only imagine what he did back in the day, um, but yeah, that's. I, I think that's awesome. Like, I mean, there was for those of you who didn't know, there used to be a mini tour down in Florida called the Hooters Tour, and when I was in high school, I was like, I want to play on the Hooters Tour, just because it's kind of got like a catchy name, and also who doesn't want to like play, f- like under the Hooters umbrella? Yeah. Well, like Hooters
2: has the shittiest casino and hotel in vegas and they have a hotel and casino there. yeah really oh it's horrible it's just, right next to the tropicana it's so bad it's good it's yeah one of those, it's dude one of those. i walked in there and swear to god i just smoked four cigarettes and i hadn't even and this is granted a couple you got years a whole ago. pack of marlboro reds just in your throat dude it is a dog shit casino and horrible but like i feel like just a lot of people love the hooters vibe and hooters is one of those companies that you feel like Probably should have gone out of business by now, just because of the the world we're moving into, and, yeah, and the way things, canceled, yeah, just you, canceled. You feel like Hooters should have gotten canceled, and they haven't, and they're like, it almost feels
0: like Hooters have stood the test of time.
2: At at this point, they're pretty much like old school. Now they're like they're like like they're, retro. They're like rope hats. Yeah, they're
0: so old school. They're, they're like coming they're back, back in, yeah, for sure. Where isn't the first? I think the first Hooters is in Clearwater Beach. That was that wouldn't surprise. Yeah, me. I, I want to say the first ever Hooters is in Clearwater Beach. I can tell you real quick. Yeah, uh, we got Yaya yeah,
2: yeah, on the on the, let's on the Hooters Let's see if we go case. two for two. Last on fun last facts. week he was telling us about when Easter
0: was and why it's in Clearwater Beach. Clearwater Beach. Oh. Let's go. <laughs> I got a big noggin um, about things of that nature. I guess, uh, but yeah, love the love the nil deal for them. Another big one that came out was i think jr smith is signing the single biggest um NIL deal for a college golfer with lululemon for his for golf apparel which is badass yeah. like that's got to be that kind of is where the the brainchild of our potential wishful NIL deals came from but how cool would that be to just get a bunch of free lulu gear
2: yeah so i was kind of reading into this and i don't know if it goes college to college specifically for jr smith who shout out jr smith the uh academic athlete of the year at uh nca and t a and t yeah, yeah okay agriculture and technology uh, i don't know if that's right we need to fact check that but it's wild he was so tariffed to go back to school and now he's got a 4.0 <laughs> 4. if you guys didn't see his tweet today go follow him uh find the tweet because he did
0: tweet about being tariffed uh, to go back to college he, he meant terrified he spelled he butchered the spelling which is just ironic because he uh, it was just funny i'm not poking fun it it was just ironic he just that the
2: most ironic thing ever he, that he just got a 4.0 over a semester was ac- awarded academic athlete of the year at nca and t and doesn't know that he's tariffed to spell do you know what tariffed is isn't it like some sort of like boat thing? It's like, like a, t- a tax. Oh, okay. uh,
0: Yeah, a tax of goods. Oh, I knew that. I didn't actually. even look that up. Like that's
2: I just like, us history. That. I just grade. have that up here. That's just floating around yeah. up there. But yeah, I think so you
1: got confused with the tariff because that's what it, they called it when the Boston Tea Party.
2: Ah, see, fucking Yahir, here, <laughs> <with> dude. The- <laughs> God, we should have been doing this for years, just having you here there to just like keep us on track, right? Which is a really tall task. Yeah. But going back to J.R. Smith and Lululemon. So from what I read college nil deals you can't you he can't rep like so he can probably wear lululemon pants that would be probably more dependent on nca and t and what they require their players to wear yeah you know if they're just like oh like our high school team just fucking toss some black pants on <laughs> you know you got some kids in their dad's levi's that are <laughs> that he's got to tie two belts around Dude, i
0: think you're thinking like a and t's some like hickville no no, no
2: no 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 i'm saying i'm saying like how strict they are yeah, on like yeah. where, you know, like how strict college golf is on. I don't know. I never played college golf. Clearly. <laughs> That's why I'm here. That's why I'm running a golf course. That's fair. But they, I don't know if they're like, hey, I, you got I definitely me?
0: think there's, and there's got to be some wiggle room with pants, maybe even a hat, depending, you know, where they require you to have the logo, not but have the logo. He's not
2: allowed to rep the logo. That's the, the thing. Lulu so logo. The Lulu logo is, he's not allowed to rep that. He's allowed to be in commercials. He's allowed to put them on his social media. But he is not allowed to rep the logo, I would assume, like, out there. Like, in tournaments. In, in every tournament that you see where you got, you know, the professional players with, like, six different logos. You got some guys out there looking like the back of a Subaru Forester, you know, <laughs> with, like, seven different logos on it. The mountains are calling. I must go. Exactly. Native. Colorado native. Mm-hmm. You know you're not a native. If, well, actually, you have to be a native probably to wear that sticker. But if you're a true native, you don't have that sticker. Exactly. That may be a If you're take. salt
0: of the earth Colorado native, you, you don't you have know a better than, native bunk,
2: bumper you, sticker. You know better than to put that on your Yeah. Anyways, I have a Colorado bumper sticker on my car yeah, with a sick mountain. Spencer spot.
0: bought a Toyota Tacoma and then put mountains on his on his bumper. I was like, dude It's actually on my how back much window. How much more how much oh, it's well it's sick. on your window. It matches I mean, my car. It's sick. Or truck. Your truck just screams I moved here from Chicago six months ago. Like Oh, that's kind of fucked up. Or <laughs> I mean it's pretty true. Or LA. One of the, pick one. That's fair. Whatever, but um,
2: yeah. So he can't rock the logo, on like out out there. But he I can wear assume. it on but campus. I, would assume I assume he can wear. Well, yeah, he can wear it wherever it's not in an official tournament. And I'm assuming he can wear Lulu pants, in a tournament as long as they like
0: coincide with what his coach. or J. what J.R. Smith would definitely be a joggers guy on the golf course. Joggers, Jordans. That's a pretty sick. Look, that is. But it takes a little bit. Justin to bowl Thomas off.
2: caught a lot of hate for that. The jogger. Look. Yeah,
0: I mean. I I tweeted it out. I was like, this is not. So
2: you're talking out of both sides of your
0: mouth here. No. Or is it only okay for certain people? It's only okay for certain people. Like Justin Thomas, his entire career has rocked the classic Foot Joy wingtip look. Like, I mean, maybe. Which he did have with the joggers. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he's just a pioneer. Maybe he's combining old school and new school. But there was this kid, like, and I'm going to be honest about the old jogger thing. There's this kid that I always saw at tournaments that played, he played at BYU. Um, and then I always saw him at the state opens and everything. He was probably in his mid twenties at the time. So he's a little bit older than me and he was just the biggest tool. Like you could just tell, and this is before joggers would cool, were cool. He was, and I don't, I still don't think they're that cool, but that's just my thing. Um, but he was that guy that was the only guy on the practice screen with joggers and he just stuck out like a sore thumb and his personality just so perfectly matched, his vibe, like his outfit, everything—he was just so such. So, is douche. that
2: a thing where you just look at someone and say, "You look like you wear joggers"? Y-
0: yeah, you're a joggers guy. Like, <laughs> that's kind of like an indictment on your character, in my opinion. And it, I, I enjoy my joggers. I know, and you're kind of a douchebag. So, <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of stuff that we live with. But yeah, there's, there's, you know, like it's kind of an association with something, like a name. You know, you kind of like certain names or don't like certain names based on who you know with that name. Very true. Kind of like how every Mitchell
2: I meet, fucking douche, (laughs) the worst. Um, Except for Mitchell Carroll, he's dope. Yeah, Mitchell.
0: Shout out, Mitchell. Dopest name, also. Yeah, but you're just Mitchell. Yeah, that's me all through high school, up until now. But yeah, that's why I associate joggers with just being an asshole. So that's why I don't love joggers on the golf course. But J.R. Smith, like, he's the most athletic golfer there is. Let's be real. Yeah, only $90 million in
2: total NBA. Games. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like, Justin Thomas can't press the bar up. Like, he probably can't get 45 pounds up. Ooh, are you shaming Justin Thomas? He's scrawny. He's scrawny. And, I mean, I'm on the other end of the spectrum, like, I would, Lululemon's not built for people like me. No, dude, you're way too thick for joggers. Actually, though, this is Lululemon. This hoodie's Lulu. Did you do that on purpose? Uh, I didn't. I kind of thought about it after when I was driving down, but it was unintentional. Um, I still look good, but their pants, definitely not built for my body type. So, I'm, (laughs) but Justin Thomas, Your thighs are screaming in Lulu. Oh, yeah, they're just rubbing together, just creating so much friction. (laughs) But, yeah, the Lululemon thing, like- Props to JR. He looks good in the joggers, especially with the high-top Jordans. If you go joggers, low-tops, that's a no-go. That's You can't do it, especially golf shoes-wise. But, uh, yeah, for me, I, I was out on the joggers before they were even in. So that's, that's my thing. That's a hill I'm willing to die on. So why don't we get into some NIL deals that we would like to sign. Why okay. don't you start us off with – should, should we have any rules here? Like, no, other than unless we can't <laughs> say it. Well, no, we're not going like there.
2: I'm talking about just like you don't want to have an nil deal, like, with, like one
0: restaurant, one like like uh, clothing deal, and one miscellaneous. Do you like that? Okay, so La Boheme
2: doesn't fit in either of these. <laughs> what is
0: that? <laughs> what
2: the it's f- a, it's a nice
0: club down in Denver. <laughs> It's shotgun a, willies also doesn't okay uh, nine okay yeah i've never heard of it are you sure that's how you pronounce bohem la bohem i'm not french so i don't know is that french i, I would imagine la <laughs>
2: la is the in french yeah yeah can we get a definition for la bohem
1: <laughs>
2: do you think what does that mean bohem like i said i'm not french i don't know <laughs> How I'm not even it. sure it's French. It, I'm I drive by it every day. <laughs> so I know it's the La
1: Boheme is a Thank opera you. in four acts.
2: Oh wow! A what? An uh, opera in four acts. What's four acts? That's Twitter. Four, that's how
1: it's spelled. It
2: four acts. A C
0: T S. Oh, oh, I see. So it's like a performance. Yeah. Which, so it's just a play on words. Yeah. And they're the girls out there are performing. They're hundred percent. Yeah, they deserve it. Grinding. Gr- <laughs> they're working their tails off. But, okay, yes, that's out. Okay, so... Resta- Strip clubs, out. Um, let's, let's keep it restaurant. Okay. Uh, food, or f- food. Restaurant food. You can tell what I'm thinking about. Um, clothing deal, miscellaneous. All right, you start us off. Restaurant. I, I don't know where this is going to fall, but... And we also have to preface it with, like, what we expect out of it. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? exactly. Um... For a restaurant, I'd probably go Chick-fil-A. Whoa, like, that's... imagine the power you would feel having an unlimited Chick-fil-A card in your wallet. I'm not sure there's anything more powerful on this planet, except be... for on Sundays. You're fucking starving. <laughs> I was going to say you'd be God, other than Sundays when you can't get free food. Yeah. But, yeah, that would be, like, the most electric power move for me would be driving through the Chick-fil-A drive through just handing them that card, not paying a dollar. I would turn into a chicken like I'm not I'm kind of a chicken, but I would be a chicken like a thick fucking chicken (laughs) like a chicken that's been on plenty of steroids. I'd be like Winnie the Pooh mixed with a large chicken because I'd put honey on everything. I love honey. I love honey. I love their biscuits. I love their chicken, their Diet Coke. If you had to pick between McDonald's soda or Chick-fil-A soda. You gun no, dude, to your ch- head
2: chick-fil-a diet lemonade is the best thing i've ever yeah that drank i think life. it's
0: the ice isn't it the little the crunchy ice. The little yeah, you cylinders? Go, i always go light all well, ice, ice is too. crunchy idiot
2: well it's but you can you don't fucking take a giant <laughs> ice cube out and crunch on it that's i do what dogs
0: do my dog does that. i think if you're calcium deficient you shouldn't be feeding your dog ice i feel like that's harmful calcium, calcium
2: ice doesn't have it's water
0: but if you chew on it is there any have you ever heard of that what is anemic?
1: Yeah, it actually, will tear your teeth apart if you chew on too much ice. Chew on too much ice. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well,
2: so I'm
0: a bad dog parent. We yeah. Exactly. That. You're you're ruining your dog. But he fucking mouth.
2: runs to the fridge every time I start. Yeah. Every some time
0: ice. I see Reese's cups, I run to the fridge. That doesn't mean I should get one. Good God. I mean, there is calories in Reese's. There isn't an ice. So. Yeah. See, ice is. But uh, I, I uh, yeah. iron. Did I say? Yeah. Okay. So I all. So I do love chewing on ice I think I just have like a An oral fixation with Like I mean we'll get into the Zinn deal I, I feel like that should just be Without question like
2: yeah if we could sign One NIL deal it would be Zinn 100% yeah there's one thing That is if they wanted like a team every single
0: day, If they wanted a, a team of two Washed up golfers to promote Their product we'd be their guys To like stack cans like the army Of Zimbabwe Yeah I- <laughs> Shout out Arte I'm Tucker for Carlson.
2: That. <laughs> you're Tucker Carlson. <laughs> I'm Nathan McKinzon. And we're just stacking cans. That would be the absolute best NIL. I could deal. build
0: a house with the amount of cans of Zins I've bought. Oh
2: dude, I've already built like a backyard fort. The you amount could build of, your dog a
0: house. I've bought to give him ice in
2: with the Zen points. I've already bought an espresso.
0: I've also So bought technically a, you kind of almost have an NIL deal with them. I like bought you're getting a poker free shit table. from Zen. That poker table sucks. Well, it's, it's already broken. It's down to three legs. And it's in my
2: garage. If, you put, it on which tra- isn't if you put it on a trash can, it's fine. The top is nice. The top's fine. Yeah. And it's I'm, felt now I'm cardboard. grinding for a Zen light up sign. Spencer,
0: this is Spencer's version of grinding. I st- I stash codes, dude. I stack codes. I know. And I enter them and it's great. But okay. Let's get off the Zen topic. But yes, that would be our, our ultimate. Well, that goes without question. Okay, so going back to my
2: restaurant, yeah. This is it's kind of lame, but it's something I truly feel like I could eat every day and it's like Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's is like something that I could go to lunch there day. day. You're like allergic day. to gluten and cheese. That's but like they have three the, quarters of their food. They have the lettuce wrapped
0: Italian. Are you just gonna eat
2: lettuce wrap cuts? Lettuce wrapped Italian. Okay dude i was a big subway guy my whole life as you know until i don't I, yeah
0: i don't mind Subway. Until like, i kind of
2: stopped eating bread but they don't have any like non-bread options so i would Subway's definitely fucking out
0: if my one if i could pick a 1b it'd probably be chipotle chipotle is a great choice
2: yeah but, but like, chipotle i kind of get sick of after like it's the same all the same ingredients i but, could like, eat
0: like steak and chicken and rice every day throw corn in there and cilantro fucking a yeah. That, I'm off to the races. But Jimmy John's, I literally... Sour could, cream and cheese? Like, come on. See, I'm
2: out on that. I can't do that. So, Jimmy John's... I'm in I enough for the both of us. The lettuce wrap Jimmy John's Italian, I could eat that every single day for lunch and probably never get tired of it.
0: Your meal prep is just like 40 Jimmy John's stacked up in the fridge. I would
2: love that if they just sent me and I could wear the
0: little like Jimmy John's Jimmy hat. John's logo is kind of fire. Honestly... Jersey Mike's would be pretty sick too.
1: You'd actually kind of look like Happy Gilmore with the Subway <laughs> that would
0: Yeah, that's very Happy Gilmore, I would agree. Which um, fits my golf game, really. It really does. Um, he putts better than you do though. Oh, that's probably true. Even with a hockey stick, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't hate the, the Jimmy John's. Um, I, yeah, like Jersey Mike's, there's so many options, but what if you could pick like a, a high-end restaurant? Like, so now we've kind of touched on the fast food where let's go other restaurant sit down.
2: Well, if I go to something that I can eat, it would be like semi chain, but like a Del Frisco's. That's kind of like
0: the lifetime fitness of luxury restaurants. Like like,
2: they're all over, but they're still good. Exactly. I could eat a steak every night. I could eat Jimmy John's every day for lunch and I could eat a steak every night for dinner. That's fair. Ocean
0: Prime. Very, there, there's
2: a lot of those. Yeah. But what do you get with that? Like, do you just get to eat for free every time? Like, if they sign an NIL deal with you, like... Yeah, I think so. How fire would that be? It would be incredible. I could just go Jimmy John's lunch. Del Frisco's, <laughs> just have a standing resi. <laughs> standing re- yeah. Every
0: night. Just a Manhattan sitting on my table for me right when I get in. No, just like I like it. <laughs> just like um, I like it. But yeah, that, okay. Light so. ice. What? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right. Um, so... Going clothing. Give me your clothing company. Oh. That's so tough for me because I'm just built so. I'm like a fucking propane tank with arms. That's how I'm built. Uh, so I can't, like I said, Lululemon, I like Lululemon a lot for people that weigh 80 pounds less than me. So that's out. Um, if we're all encompassing, Puma is right up there for me. I think Puma is awesome. Um Oh God, I don't polo. Polo that, that was mine. So po- yeah, polo. definitely
2: polo because I feel like they do have some comfy stuff. The like only I-
0: tough thing is like if we're talking shoes here too, or is are we just talking strictly clothing? We'll
2: just go strictly clothing. Yeah, because if you okay. have to encompass everything, Puma would easily be it for me. Yeah.
0: And I already have a deal with them, no big deal. Oh, not a big deal. Not a big deal. It though. isn't really a, a big deal. It's just two thousand dollars worth of free shit every year. Yeah, but Which is better than nothing for being bad at golf <laughs> for being who for being who you are that's <laughs> for you who you are you're take you, that and you run you far exceeded expectations <laughs> um but yeah puma's definitely up there if i had to pick just like casual clothing that would be pretty hard um well see that's what polo i think is i'd probably you, like, go tommy bahama
1: <coughs> but i'm built like a
0: dude that should be in a hawaiian shirt at all times right like an andy Reid type I'm of i'm not that f- Thick, dude. Jesus, like, give me thirty years before I turn into that. But yeah, I just Tommy Bahama's got the most comfortable shit. Their t-shirts are fire. Their golf shirts are super comfortable. Um, just everything they make is super comfortable, and it always just smells so good. Like, I have two separate Tommy Bahama colognes. Both are fire. One's for like winter. One's for summer. One's a little bit lighter the summer, like you know, a more fragrant. The other one's a little bit darker and, like, like oakier and deeper. I don't even know how to explain it. But they just put out a good product across the board. I'm not – one. <laughs> sorry to cut you off. One thing I – another hill I'm dying on, I will never wear flip-flops. No, I – No, nope, not – yeah, like, I don't care where I am. Well, and that's actually
2: <laughs> – that's actually my fairway or four, which we'll get into in a sec. I if just my wanna... feet
0: were burning off in the Sahara Desert and somebody offered me flip flops, I'd rather have my feet fall off.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. So that is my fairway or four. But real quick, I would be polo because like I wear polo sleeping shorts every night. They're the most comfortable thing. They have regular t shirts with the little logo. I have the logo on my chest tattooed. Embarrassing to say, but it's a, it's just. <laughs> How a old were you when you did that? Like nineteen. Yeah. Um. But. Dumbass. They got, they've got, they're pretty versatile. They got jeans. They've got some shoes, which aren't great. They've got hats. They've got bucket hats. They've got, like, I feel like if I just wanted to have a full wardrobe. And they also
0: have some pretty good, like, winter, like, puff, puffer jackets. jackets. Yeah, they're yeah.
2: a v- super versatile clothing company. And my, I, I'm not as in on them as I used to be. I used to be only, that's, like, the only stuff I ever wore. But now I think I'm moving into a point where I'm like getting in my life where I like, I like what I like. And I, I do only wear polo socks. That is a fact. Okay. Um, you know, but like Duluth Trading Company underwear, that's the only underwear I wear. I only wear Tommy John.
0: Okay, I don't so, want to plug them.
2: Yeah, but, but once you get like what, once you get you, you, you just like find what, you, what like, you like. Yeah, we're just yeah, creatures of habit. We're just old. Once
0: <laughs> we're, we're just, we're just old, getting old, and I mean. just order, I just buy the same shit over and over. Yeah, you're like, oh, it got dirty. I oh, go to a restaurant. I go get sushi, same order every time. I'm yeah. not like, let's branch out. I'm like, I know I like this. Yeah, that's, just,
2: the, that's the best way to go. Stay. Comfy. I
0: live in this area right here. <laughs> this is where I stay in my own little bubble.
2: All right, so I'm uh, moving into our fairway or four, and wait, we
0: we got the miscellaneous. Oh, we mis- have one more.
2: Oh, okay. Miscellaneous.
0: Just anything.
2: You're going to have to go. I'm going to have to think about this for a second.
0: Um, I'd have to go with... I'd be sponsored by Audi. Or have an NIL deal with Audi. Like, having a. I drive an Audi. We both have driven Audis. I still drive one. And I just love Audi. Like, I would love to have a new Audi every year. Even if it's on a lease, don't give a shit. Like, every single year, new Audi. I'd like
2: to be sponsored by, like... American furniture warehouse what how awesome would that be if you could just constantly get the best furniture that you ever wanted like your, you're you're saying
0: that American furniture warehouse has the best furniture you've ever wanted
2: okay it's not the best it's no crate and barrel I'm not you <laughs> but I'm saying like if you were like oh I want a new couch today just boom new couch or they're like hey we'll come furnish Think your about
0: house the logistics you just gonna get a new I guess you have always been obsessed with moving shit like all at all times You'd probably get a new living room set once a week. So I guess that's kind of on brand for you. But that's just so weird. Or if I went maybe, if I went
2: kind of on the Zen route, but like 7-Eleven. <laughs> if I was sponsored by 7-Eleven, that'd be hype. You just walk in there, you grab whatever you need. I go in there probably four times a week, just get what I
0: need, and I'm out. With gas prices the way they are, fuck. Yeah. i just take a gas card. Yeah, exactly. Be like, Conoco. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Put that dinosaur on my shirt if that means I don't have to pay for gas. Sinclair. One other thing, I I would it was between Audi and like a luxury watch brand, that okay. would be a flex. Like a lot of the European tour guys are sponsored by Audemars, AP, and they get to go over into their factory like in Switzerland and hand make their own watches. That's pretty and fire. That's sick. And it's like $40,000, $50,000 watches.
2: But I'm team Apple Watch and will be till I die. Like, I just can never wear a normal watch again. That doesn't tell me my if I'm being texted or by if the time Twitter notification. By the
0: time you're, like, 70 and still have an Apple Watch, it'll just have, like, a little screen that, like, pops up and, like, projects it for you. Yeah, it's you. like a hologram. Exactly, yeah. You could you'd teleport through your Apple Watch, so... Yeah, I think a luxury watch brand would be pretty badass too.
2: Yeah, also like furniture, you buy a couple and then it's, you
0: furniture, know. you're fucking way off base. But uh, <laughs> it's a personal
2: opinion. You yeah, never, it doesn't. Everyone's allowed their own opinions. Doesn't never forget that. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's. I just think it's wrong. All
2: right, into fairway or four, you kind of stole it. You you stole my thunder, but I even when I went to Mexico on my honeymoon, I could not wear like anything that splits my toes. I think that's super questionable, um, mostly for dudes. It's not a sexist comment. It's just, I don't, if you're a dude, you got to wear like a, a, a slide, a slide or a Berkey's, you know, Berkey's, like,
0: dude, one of one of the kids we went to high school with um, posted like a family picture with his like toddler and his wife and they all had Birkenstocks on. I was like, dude, that's too far. <laughs> That's too much.
2: But it's better than wearing something that splits your toes. I will die on that hill. I will, You can't catch me dead in something that when I walk, it just flips and hits my foot. Yeah. It's splitting my... You'd probably big, have yeah, some no. sort of weird
0: like obsession
2: with it. I'm not okay with that. Yeah. So flip-flops,
0: no go. I read a tweet one time about Birkenstocks, and somebody's like, imagine paying $140 to look like you attended the Last Supper. <laughs>
1: So um, I feel like that's
0: kind of, that's pretty funny. That is pretty it's pretty good. fucking funny. Yeah, I'm out on flip-flops for guys. No chance. Um, Eric Tuttle is one of the only guys. He's one of my buddies, and I still disavow it, but I, he gets a pass. Because he'll go out in Vegas with legit, like, this is just so obscene. He'll wear a button-down and jeans and flip-flops. Oh, no. I'm like, dude, that's. That is so like nickelback like 2003 like yeah, that's kind of a rough look yeah that's that's uh like you've got one of those shirts with like the massive crosses on the back like affliction and then some fucking real baggy like huge jeans uh, anywho my favorite four um, let's talk about fan bases in sports and let's have a little discussion. Cause there's a lot of shitty ones. There's a lot that I'm not a fan of. But what got me thinking was this week uh, the Yankees were playing the Cleveland Guardians, which which is funny. Um, The the Angels are clearly in a series with the Guardians, so like the Guardian Angels. I digress. Uh, But the Yankees out in right, the Yankees fans out in right field were just chucking shit on the field, like talking blatant shit to the right fielder Miles Straw, right? Yeah. yeah. And he got up in the can- or got up in this dude's face. He's like, "Hit me, motherfucker." <laughs> like, I what a legendary move cuz obviously if that dude hits him, he's going to rip him down onto the field and probably shatter his body into pieces. Um, but they are the Yankees the worst fan base in baseball? I are they think- are they the most pompous and like in your face? Just arrogant fans in, in baseball. I think any,
2: like, Yankees, Lakers, like, any of those storied franchises that have won a ton in the past, way, like, we're talking way old, like, Cowboys, every every just this professional delusion. sport has that delusional, like, oh, we're the greatest team ever because we won 15 years ago, and then they just make it so unbearable for them, the fact that they don't win at all anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's what makes it unbearable.
0: But, but do you think, I mean, they're just, who else... Have you ever seen Another fan base do that I'm trying to think Of the last time We saw A fan base Just ca- like Throwing a bunch of shit On the field
2: Oh they do it all Everywhere dude Philly They throw shit on the court Like Philly's rough But I But the thing I respect About Philly Is they're so they down hard Philly Yeah they, they own, own it. it But Yankees fans You don't know Those dudes could have been From Texas Florida They're wishy-washy you know, washy as fuck e- Exactly
1: Yeah Also they're, real quick When it comes to that There's a lot of uh, Soccer fans That throw things On the field there's actually an incident where they threw a pick's head onto the field. Really?
0: But see, I feel like that's on brand for soccer because those fans are just like so overly passionate. Not overly passionate, just like a good type of passionate. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Yankees I, fans are rough. Yeah, I hate for, them. Hate them,
2: Especially since you don't know where they're coming from. Yeah, that's exactly. That's the worst.
0: But it, fairway or fort, bottom line, are they the worst in baseball or not? In baseball, yes, by far. Okay. All right. Well, that was
2: all I got. That's it. All right, that wraps it up for this week A Big Drive Energy. Make sure you guys are tuning in uh, every week or Tuesdays around 4, 4.30. We're going to go live. Uh, of course, this will be a podcast for you as well. Make sure to check out the DNVR.com. We will have that tournament up shortly. Get signed up for that because that will fill up quick May Friday, May 20th at the Valley of Fun, 9 a.m. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Peace.